How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. So much going on in the world of comedy. This is the season. It's just for laugh season, Dean. We're getting ready. Yeah. We, you had the big interview with Tom Segura. Um, and then this week, I'll be interviewing Big J Okerson and Godfrey, which yeah. I'm excited about. So we'll probably air that next show. Uh, be, and then I'm off to Just for Laughs. To uh, I'm on the Kevin Hart red carpet and then on the Just for Laughs red carpet. And I will be doing my updates on Global Montreal Morning Show while I'm there so you could catch what's going on. And plus the Inside Jokes Facebook page, lots of live, really pissing people off like yeah. I did last year. Yeah. yeah, and I'll be doing uh, <laughs> morning AM radio in Thunder Bay, Ontario. So, you know, oh, we both have stuff going on that week. Such a bragger. Yeah. Um, and then this week was a great week. It was the just wrapped up the Toronto, Frin- Toronto Fringe Festival. There you go. And uh, we had Stephanie Herrera here with her show, Am I Pretty Yet? Yeah. And then Eftimios Nasiopoulos, I went to see his show, Disengaged. And he is definitely pretty yet. Oh, yeah. Right? I know. What a lump of eye candy that man is. I know. That's tough times. And I saw a whole group. You know what I love about the community, in particular in Toronto, all the comedy community in Canada, is how cohesive and how they go out and support each other at gigs and there was like a slew on Saturday at noon of a bunch of comics who were probably really tired from gigging the night before. And uh, one of our guests here was there, Michelle Shaughnessy. Yes, thank you. Canadian comic featured on CBC, Comedy Network, W Network and uh, Sirius XM and performed at the Winnipeg and Halifax Comedy Festivals and uh, the She.Dot Festival. And we're going to be hearing more about what she's got coming up. Hello, Michelle. Hello. Thank you for having me. It was so good to see you there. You too. It was well, a nice group that turned out to oh support. Oh my God. Yeah. It was uh, Casey Corbin. Yeah. And it was cute. It was like, I, I must look different because a lot of them didn't know who the heck I was. But then they're like, <laughs> oh, it's Sandra. And then Allison Dorr, so cute lover. And uh, Patrick Hakeem. And Dave Mahesh. Oh, Dave was yeah. great. We were talking about JFL Dean when, when I, my highlight from last year. And we're going into Maria Bamford and we see Dave outside sitting in a lawn chair with like a homeless man. <laughs> That's right. Because I uh, I don't know if he was like peeking on, you know, yes. he seemed oh, yeah. like he was having a, a spiritual awakening. Yeah. He said he's he's like he's an iboga or something. Not, but he said this year is more serious. He's just going to record his shows. Anyway, a lot yeah. of great talent. We're going to talk about that in the show. Well, it is. We have and uh, Michelle's going to be talking about this, I think. But we have it's it's JFL season. Mm-hmm. And then JFL 42 and also Top Comic is gearing up yeah. this summer. So there's a lot of uh, the three big three. Is Michelle part of Top Comic? I don't know. I is am. That? I uh, am. Uh, well, the online on. voting will start that, soon. We're, se- we're segueing into the Sirius <laughs> XM Man of the Week hour coming off his morning show. Humble Howard Glassman is also in studio. Shh, don't tell anyone in chorus I'm here. I love <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> They banned you a long time I ago. <laughs> I actually thought, okay, I, got a, I saw Michelle in reception and I saw Dean. I'm like, I gotta sneak in. I don't want any chorus people going, uh, Humble Howard is back in the building. Uh, and then I saw May Pot's daughter. I'm like, shh. Oh, yeah, don't that's right. Yeah. That's right. She works here. Yes. Yeah, it's it's weird when I see people like that. It makes me feel, you know, I'm, I'm it's it's great, but I've known her since she was literally five. Born, yeah. We, uh, and then she walks by, she's like, hey, Howard. I'm like, hey, grown up human. 
<laughs> well, Howard was, uh, of course, the morning host, uh, Humble and Fred, on our brother station, 102.1 The Edge, many moons ago. Very powerful morning show. And now he is uh, also doing mornings now on SiriusXM's Canada Laughs and online at the Humble and Fred Network. Very well done, by the way, for some radio guys. Yeah, I'm so guys. powerful that now I'm the homeless guy <laughs> next to Maharaj in that story. Yeah. That's who I am. Just opening up about life. If you look at Howard's bio, though, realistically, there's... There's not really a radio station in Canada you could go in where he wouldn't look around and go, oh, I used to have a show here. I used yeah. to work here. He's been I used everywhere. to have a career. We had oh, to sneak Howard. him in the back in a blanket. Well, the great, thing, <laughs> the great thing about Howard, though, and it's like me and Carla Collins, who has been in here, we yeah. straddled both industries, radio and comedy. And Howard, uh, we had a great conversation at that gig you booked me in about a month ago with Dino. Uh, yeah, it was Carla and I and Sandra and Dean, and it was uh, it was great. And I knew Michelle uh, as a guest on my show, and then, you know, sort of always had talked about doing stand-up. But about six or seven months ago, somebody... Asked me if I wanted to be on a show, do a little stand-up. I said, sure. And then like 120 spots later, I'd been yeah. out yeah. at a million awesome. clubs. Well, you know what it was? It was just like I got, I just got that bug again. Because doing corporate work and hosting the things that mm-hmm. I do is kind of like stand-up. But as we all know, it's not stand-up. No. It's not that feeling of, you know, excitement and fear and, you know, wondering if, you know, you don't get that when you're doing a corporate gig for a company that's hired you to hand out awards at their dinner. You know, I think it's important to say that because I think in radio, we kind of get caught up. Well, we're good MCs or we're good at that, but you're not a stand-up. It's very different craft. It's much more difficult to stand there. And I've had radio hosts admit to me going, it's really hard what you do. Because see, if they don't get a laugh, it's okay because they're not a comic Mm -hmm. and they could walk away. Right, Michelle? So, But as comics... Uh, and the same goes the other way when you're a comic doing MC work and you're like, this is a piece of cake compared to... Well, because when you're doing MC work, it's not about you. Yeah. yeah it's not exactly. about you. Yeah, and then when you're a comic, it is about you and you take everything so personally. Whether yes. they laugh or don't laugh, you know, everything is just so personal. But when you're yeah. an MC, you're like, it's not about me. It's going like to make everyone Michelle else look good. Not enough comedians. And I, when I did stand up in my first incarnation, I, I liked MC because I kind of a radio TV background. But I understood that as an MC, I did it for two reasons. One, I could work on the weeks I wasn't featuring. And secondly, Mm -hmm. uh, three reasons. I could try out some material. But I understood that it was a talent that to keep the show going. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, and that's the only comment I have about this generation of comedians, it doesn't seem to be a very very highly regarded skill. It's not. And it should be. Yet it makes or breaks the show. Mm -hmm. When Sandra MC'd our show, you know, she came out and did great, set the show up. Dean came on, did a few minutes. We had another guy. By the time i got on it was like a soft landing but it was because of the way that sandra made she set the tone for it and unfortunately you know in some of the bigger chains they don't get that for some reason no you're not there to kill you're there to set it up so other people can kill you're not there to kill but you know you're there to be funny Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you're there to make sure the audience understands the rules and that they get warmed up but i i've walked on a, a bunch of shows in the last six months and i'm like I sort of feel like I'm the MC. Yeah. I feel like I've got to warm up my mm-hmm. the audience for myself. There are two distinct uh, skills for sure. We've talked about it on the show before, and and I think you know the people who tune in sometimes are people who are booking, uh, looking for comics, and they'll contact me directly. And I always tell everybody, what are you looking for? What do you need? There's different skill sets, and we had the the gang from Yuck Yucks here. They have their division, Funny Business, of course, where they book out their comics to corporate events, and uh, we talk about it all the time. It's really important to note. Do you want an MC? Do you want someone just to headline? Is that a golf tournament? And I'm doing a golf tournament. In a couple of nights 
from now. And that's also very different when, how you deliver on there too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the best thing you can do is, because I love MC work. I do a ton of MC work. Like, and you're mo- very, very good at and it. I, I, and I've always enjoyed it. And pro- part of that probably is because of coming from radio first. But I mean, I also, you know, I'm a working stand-up. But it is a totally different skill set. And I think one of the best things you could do as a comic is to actually put yourself in situations where you're going outside of your comfort zone and sort of flexing all these muscles and building you know i've been on a couple shows with dean uh, the tinder tales and and it's funny because i had forgotten that you had a radio background but it makes so much sense because Mm. you're used to hosting as a skill set it's what we learn as radio people Mm -hmm. yeah and and when you bring me up on tinder tales it's 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 another soft landing people are they're ready they're they're they've laughed they also understand the structure of the show and that makes it easier on comedians, I think. It does. Okay. So we're going to talk more with Michelle Shaughnessy and humble Howard Glassman here in studio. And a, this guy, Dean, whatever his name is. <laughs> and Santa Cruz on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> The show about comedy. I'm Santa Cruz with Dean Young and an awesome uh, panel today. Michelle Shaughnessy. Welcome back, Michelle. Thank you. It's been a long time, sister child. And humble <laughs> Howard Glassman, <laughs> sister child. Howard, I love you. You're so um, such a big promoter of comics and on your show on Canada Laughs on SiriusXM. And then you, like me, have gone back into comedy. And um, you and I had a great conversation about that because I don't know if this is private or not, but I'm going to say it. Um, you, you, I know I feel this way. I, I feel I need to earn the respect of comics yep. um, because we're on one part of it as a radio and we although we did do it before coming back you almost have to earn your stripes well here's what i said to you i said you know when i started doing spots again i would tell the mcs we were talking about mcing in the last segment i'd say you know don't say this and that just to say here's a guy you know i i threw out one credit you know i've been on the debaters because i would you know establish Mm -hmm. that i'm actually have done stand-up but don't mention the humble and fred show and because i i wanted to keep whatever expectations fairly low Mm -hmm. because the first few times i went back just to do pure stand-up like i was nervous as though i'd you know just done it for the first time but pretty quickly what happened was i did so many nights in so many rooms and after a few months Guys just started seeing that I was serious about it, that I was working at it. I tried hard and, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, it didn't do well sometimes. Other times it did very well. You know, the first time I did Tinder Tales with Dean, I was nervous, but I, I did, a, I had a really good set that night and you could sort of see that I had been working at it. I wasn't just mm-hmm. some radio guy that thought he was funny because as Michelle will tell you, mm-hmm. when I was a comic yeah. and there would be the radio guy in the local market MC and I'd go, oh, God. I'd go, great. <laughs> yeah. Some guy who did mornings that day who thought he was funny. <laughs> That's the guy that's got to introduce me. And you see that at at the festivals now a lot too because it's a numbers thing, right? So you'll see they'll they'll often they'll take like an actor or somebody who has Mm -hmm. like a hit TV show or a YouTube channel. That's got to go. And throw them into a stand-up setting. And it's like, well, now they're doing an hour-long headline spot where they're like reading excerpts from their book or they're doing like basically spoken word because they aren't stand-ups. It's a different, totally different animal, right? But the conversation that Sandra and I had, and I'd throw it to Michelle, Mm -hmm. you know, like... It was, there was some awkward nights, you know, in rooms and I was pretty nervous, but again, I came in as low key as I could. I didn't walk around going, oh, humble Howard and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or I work at Sirius XM on Canada Laugh, so I better get some props. Or, you know, I just wanted to, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you can, you, yeah. yeah, you can come in any number, any number of ways, but I decided that I would just try and kind of ease my way That's back smart. into it. That's smart. Because what now, if you came out with all the bells and whistles and then everyone saw you bomb? Right. Like that would have been, you know... And you know it's more funny. embarrassing too. Uh, recently, we had a uh, an event where Todd Shapiro on Sirius did a thing with 150 comments yes. in 120 minutes. Now, I, and I got to tell you, it was only a few weeks ago, but I left there that day, and I don't know if I said this to Dean. I felt so good because all those people I didn't, other than a few people like Michelle mm-hmm. and Dean that I knew before, most of those comics were comics I'd met doing stand up. Yeah. And not to be too schlocky, but I felt pretty welcomed by them. Yes. Because enough of them had seen me do well enough yes. over time that I got a little bit of respect that I wasn't just this old guy, you know, on the desperation tour, as Jeff Pauls calls it. <laughs> it's like the old man desperation tour. But I, I felt good <laughs> that I had sort of Earned. put in enough time. Yes. That I wasn't just on a one-off. I'm going to come down and do 10 minutes. You know what's cool about that? Again, I relate so much to that because you're... Uh, uh, older, old. I don't know, not I'm old, old, older, like I'm me, old. we're the same demo, and we actually, I started 25 years ago, yeah. long before some of these kids were born, yep. and uh, they didn't know I did comic bef- comedy, because I left and got into radio, so to re-earn my stripes, they had to see me do it, and that was one thing you said, and so that it's really important for us, so it's nice that the community is so warm about it, because yeah. it's such a tough task. Michelle, Shaughnessy. Yes. Um, you and I were at the Toronto Fringe, Fringe yes. Festival. I want to mention again how amazing I love seeing all the comics that came out that day to support Timios. Me, Me too. And his one man show, how phenomenal was that? It was really great. It was really great. It had like, it didn't read like just a guy talking to you for an hour. You mm-hmm. know, like you kind of felt like you were in the stories with him. Um, and I think a one man show is probably very hard to pull off. And I think he did it so well. I was very have, impressed. Have you done one before? Yeah, I was gonna say, no, that I haven't. You? No, you know what? People ask me that all the time, and I've thought about it. I started writing one. I actually, Allison Dor and I took uh, a one man show workshop. We're like, we're going to do this, and then I don't think I, I want to do that. I want to do a workshop. I went to watch. Uh, yeah. No, I was going to say the reason I asked Michelle is because I've had this debate with Sandra Shamus for years. You know, I mm-hmm. always say like, you know, what's the difference between what you're doing, right. and you know, somebody like Michelle doing stand up. But I realize as time has gone on, there is a... It's a different art. It's a yeah. narrative. Mm. The narrative that runs through an hour of Sandra's stuff versus, you know, somebody doing their act is just... Is that. It's a narrative. It's yeah. a it's a story that you come along with. Yeah, there's stand-up elements in it, but it's not quite the laughs every 8 to 12 no, to 18 seconds. No, it's not supposed second. to be. You yeah. know? No. And I've, I've definitely thought about it. And that's why I always tell it. comics, like, it always drives me crazy when comics, like, here in Toronto especially, they always sort of, some of them will thumb their nose at, like, you know, the, the storytelling scene, because there's a pretty big storytelling scene here. Comics do those shows. Absolutely do those shows. Like, you aren't, it doesn't matter if you're, like, a one-liner comic or whatever your particular style and approach is do those storytelling shows because it'll mm-hmm. actually it, you're working out a lot of muscles well, i'll tell you from doing tinder don't. tales i've done four or five of them and they're like eight to ten minute spots and it takes you a while to kind of get into the idea that you don't need a laugh you're just tell and and what it is it, it gets you comfortable with the silence it gets you wow, comfortable that's with. That's so hard as in comedy. My yeah. gosh! And the first time I did it, I kind of rushed a few things because I was so I, you're so want the comfort of laughter. But the second time I did it, I went, okay, I'm just going to tell this story. I know there's some jokes in it. Yeah. But it's going to take a while, and it just I loved it. And you it know becomes what? addictive. I, I have to come yeah. do that to expand my horizons. And yeah, the biggest, right? I'd like to try that too. Yeah, you guys. Can we told do that, Sean? Yeah. You've got some Tinder tales. I definitely have yes, some Tinder tales. Well, and that's the thing. Like it, it did become because when I first started doing that show, it was and it still is a okay, storytelling show. Okay, first of all, show. where is it and when? 
Uh, we do it every month at the Gladstone and at All Be Seeing You. Those are our two monthly homes. But the and Gladstone one is awesome. The Gladstone one is our favorite. What night of the yeah. week? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday nights. And um, it's basically what it is. As an audience member, you can go and buy a ticket at the door, honestly. Yep. yep. And it's a bunch of comics or whoever doing storytelling about dates. Yeah. So like okay. anything in that universe. So it's like weird hookups, dating, bad breakups, anything in that universe of things. But it is funny because it did become... A comedy show. It is a comedy show, but it, it is storytelling. So it's like, and comics figure that out. They're like, well, I do have this story that happened to me, but they're basically doing one long premise, one long joke, mm-hmm. right? And they're figuring out where to put in the jokes and the punchlines. And, and all it's that. funny because uh, about the fourth time I did it, I, I had just met this woman on Tinder. I know it sounds gross when you just, oh, you're my grandfather's on <laughs> Tinder. This is great. Was she over 30? She was 43 years old. Oh, there you That's go. Good. You know, good. Everyone got, relax. No, because I had a problem with dudes my age going yeah. with chicks younger. Yeah, I've never done that. Going with <laughs> chicks younger. So I, I was having this date, and I'll just tell you, it went horribly wrong about the fifth or sixth date, and all I thought was, i got to write this down. <laughs> yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing Tinder tales. This will make a great story. I'm going to talk more with uh, Howard Glassman and Michelle Shaughnessy after the break on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. I love this show. This is so much fun. Howard Glassman's here, a guy I revered so much in radio who also does stand-up. He's got a show on Sirius Plus, I get a real weird feeling that you want to make out with me, but that's uh, yeah, just, listen. We already listen. did. Are you guys, that's a good fake. Are you guys both single? We're both 100 and single. Yeah, we're at the <laughs> senior, at the senior right. home. See, for me, like, that would be so weird. It would be like my parents getting back together. If you guys hooked up. I'd be like conflicted yeah. about it. I think people would gross out in both comedy and radio thinking like, that is not <laughs> a combo. How does that work? I like it. I like it. What yeah. if they accidentally procreate? What kind of beast would the they third antichrist. It would just be like Dean. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You'd have a little Dean. A little baby oh, Dean. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Michelle Shaughnessy, I love her to bits because you're a young lady and you were here in one of our first, sh- I, I think in the first year of the show yeah. anyway. Yeah. So I haven't seen you since. And we talked about a female comic and dating and how it's impossible because you almost have to lie about... Are you in a relationship now? I am. I oh. live with someone. I know. I know. But I, th- I know who you it is. Out. Dean knows who is it is. Is he a comic? Yeah. Oh, he's no. a comic. No, he's not a comic. Well, how do you know who he's it is? He's a Canadian celebrity. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, yeah. A little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. Why can't yeah. we tell who it is? You I can tell who it is. It is... Ladies and gentlemen, it is Snake from Degrassi, huh? <gasps> I introduced well. you to him at the French show. Oh, I didn't. Are you I dating didn't Snake? Click in. Yes, Good yes. Girl. He's much more wow. than Snake. Now he's yeah. a accomplished director and producer. Wow! Um, so we live together in a nice house downtown. Okay, yeah. so, I actually so, was responsible for one of Michelle's boyfriends too. You were, but that's and, a I, and that was horrible. <laughs> and she's not was happy he a comic? about it. No, he was no. not a comic. He, he was, was a humble a, and friend. We were both a guest on the humble and friend. Okay, so the reason I brought this up because when Michelle was here way back then the challenges of dating that's how I felt I felt like I could never find anybody but you know what ending up with somebody you know who's played a character for so long as he has he was feeling the same way in his craft too right because everybody kind of knew him as this one thing that's true this one thing and everybody kind of knew me as a comic so it just worked so well well the thing with females own comedy is the guy in most cases have to feel like they're the funnier one Mm -hmm. so it would make sense that you're with a performer and I know I go through that myself because 
Um, I, you know, I've been on a few dates lately because I hate myself and I I want to feel worse about myself. So I go on dates and everything's going fine. And then I'm laughing at all his jokes. And then I say something witty and it's a big shutdown. I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. That's where I'm conflicted because I, that's him. Yeah. To me, like funny is something I look for. Funny is sexy to me. But at the same time, I would never want to date a fellow comic because I know that like... Why? Because it it, never if works. it ends, Why? then you're poisoning your okay, own well. There's some that have worked. Well, there's some, just yeah. yeah. We just but have to have sex then. It's terrible because you get something, they don't get it or vice versa. And you can't help but feel bad. Like, it's just the and way also, it is. And also, yeah, then you're like, your sanctuary is tainted if the relationship... It's yeah. like, how many radio stations have I have to leave had Dean, I, leave I went the through a period there in my mid-20s living in California. I had a series of comedy girlfriends yeah and the last one i had <laughs> this is a true story last one i had i dated this girl in la and it wasn't working out that well and we kind of split and then uh, i sort of lost track of her and then she turned out to be john wing's wife <laughs> no <laughs> There you well go. Done. Yes. Thank well you very done. much. Is that, your, is that on your That's, bio yeah, now? Right. Humble Howard has also done and uh, once dated John Wings. <laughs> nice. but, you know, the funny thing is I see them on Facebook and you get to look back at a lifetime of happiness that she had that she would not have had with the, no. angry, with the angry Jew. You saved her. <laughs> see, it's too bad her. though. It's too bad. Totally. Because it's like comics are, they're funny. I like funny. They're a little yes. bit messed up. I'm, I got a couple of dents and scratches. You can't have two messed up people. No. You can't. No. You know what? Who was it? Oh, I know. My messed up Jewish friend, which I won't say his name, said, Sandra, you can't. I was, I was telling, I was almost dated a comic once for five minutes. And he goes, no, no, you can't. No. You have to be the worst one in the relationship. Like you can't mess yeah. up. Yeah. Date someone worse than you. Yeah. You have to be the lunatic. Like I am so lucky that I have somebody that likes that I'm a lunatic and just knows <laughs> how to handle I'm me. so happy for you. I'm glad to hear this story has has come to a great it's it's great i know it's you great. gotta wrap up but when we, when we come back can i tell you one really quick story yes. about yes. dating a headliner oh, oh i can't yeah. wait well that's howard <laughs> glassman more after the break on talk radio am 640 Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. This is a great show, Inside <laughs> Jokes. Wait a second, what? But what are you trying there? I, what that's is that? Finland, isn't it? No, no yeah, that Finnish. was bad Scotland oh. at best, yeah. Look at my techie Tom laughing, he's I so cute. I just came cute. back from Scotland. Did you? I, was, I got back on Friday, yeah. Was How was that? Amazing. Do you, you have didn't a pick up the accent? Bonnie time? Um, you know, when you're there, it's like, everyone's talking like that. Every, every, they start every sentence with, M. Instead of, yeah. uh, they say, M. But I just I was golfing one day with these two 65-year-old guys that had worked in the North Sea, big burly guys, and we're about the sixth hole, and this rabbit popped out of the bush. And all of a sudden, this <laughs> big burly guy goes, oh, look, a wee bunny. A wee Correct. bunny. Just Everyone is Mike Myers. Uh, I, know I just want to say, uh, Howard, you have really cool glasses, and I want to thank our sponsor, Hakeem Optical, because sure. I just got a new I pair of- I got these at Costco. Oh, okay. Well, I get mine, and Michelle's got old. some sexy I'm in the mood. Sexy. I'm in the market for new ones, so okay, we'll, well check out Hakeem Optical. Glasses. I just got new aviators at Hakeem Optical uh, at a really good price, so I just want to remind our Do friends. It up, man. Okay, Howard, before the break, you were talking about a date. Yes. And you're- 
uh, you dated a headliner? We're talking about dating comedians. Is this working, recently? No, this was years ago. Okay. I'm in Seattle. And um, in, in, in the American system, you you know, they sit up in a hotel. You ever stayed at a comedy condo Ugh. with the apartment? Oh, yeah. And you basically, it's like you're basically thrown into a, a roommates for seven days. So in the hierarchy was the headliner got the big bedroom. Mm-hmm. The middle act got the smaller bedroom. <laughs> and sometimes the MC or opener got the couch. So I meet this woman. She's from Texas. On Monday, Tuesday, we do the show. We're sort of flirty, flirty. By Wednesday, we're having, we're like, we're going to be boyfriend, girlfriend for the week. <laughs> and I remember when we first had relations, I thought, this is great. And I went, oh, yeah, I don't have to sleep on the couch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 the, oh, I've done that. Yeah. That's what, the, always Michelle? the best. I've done it's that. Like when I was younger, that would, that would be the joke because I lived with another uh, comic, Christina Walkinshaw. Yes. Uh, we lived together for years and we were both like, we would always joke about that. Like you got to hook up with the headliner on the road. So <laughs> then, you get, exactly. then you get the good bedroom or the free hotel. Or, that's yeah. right. See, yeah. for the guy, it's like you don't get that. But I was like, this is great. I'm going to have, this is going to be my girlfriend for the week and yeah. I get to sleep in yeah. a bed. Yeah. I love it. Well, let's talk about on the road stories. Oh. What's the craziest, Michelle, <laughs> craziest on the road story, either funny or bomb? or something crazy. Oh God, I have no idea. I should have thought about that. I know. Uh, the craziest Howard, on the road story. I'll come back to you. Yeah, Howard, come back to me. Harry Glassman. Okay, I was working with Kenny Robinson and the late Wayne Fleming. Oh, wow. And I was a young guy, on the road for the first time, sort of early 20s. And uh, Kenny, who, with a lot of comics, took me under his wing a little bit. You know, I've never been out, outside of Calgary at the time. And we're doing a road trip. And uh, this is going to be gross, but it's a true story. They got, they were really into smoking a lot of uh, marijuana at the time, <laughs> as, as you did. And about three in the morning, we're all kind of drunk. And I guess they, as a, as a way of initiating me, Wayne Fleming came out of the washroom with his own excrement in his hand. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. And it was like, I freaked out. And they were like laughing. And it's just like, welcome to the club. I go, this is a club I do not want to be oh part of. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That's a true story. That's, Michelle, do you have one for I, us? I mean, it's not Anyone so much ever of a... show you their poo, Michelle? <laughs> not their poo, but I definitely had been exposed to a few times when I was younger. Uh, I think the most recent crazy one was about six months ago I just got this gig and there wasn't a lot of information we just had like an address and we show up and have you ever been to like one of those craft sales or like where you just walk into an arena and it's just like 20 booths and there's kids running around it was that with a microphone in the middle of the floor and I was like what am I doing here I need like so I had to do like 30 minutes to people that weren't listening and were just trying to buy crafts and little old ladies that were shopping <laughs> oh, for different things. So you did your best curio material? I, I like, I, I'm like, and then I, and then I look and like, there's people filming me on their cell phone. I'm like, oh no, like this is going to be like uh, memorable. on the internet one day. How many people here for knickknacks? Yeah. Oh, no, that's that what it was. Brutal. It was one of those things and I, they weren't paying it. We weren't told to be clean. We weren't, but it's one of those situations where, yeah, you're not paying to be clean. You weren't told to be clean. But you still don't want to walk through all these people with their children after you yes. just told dick jokes. So you just mm. do that anyway. I, you know what? We, I always ask. I love to ask that because I always get stories. And some comic always talks about one where their kids present. Yeah. yeah. Kay Trevor Wilson had to do a baby shower once. Um, yeah. we've heard, right. We've yeah. heard the best stories in this studio. And, and, and I, I feel so much better because I started out doing wedding showers. <laughs> I was there's a wedding singer and then there's the wedding comic. And, you know, I've done be a few doing weddings. This, I, right? yes. I'm trying to get oh, out God. of one of those right now. That's in October, and they're like your own, your own wedding. No, I, I oh. very successfully got out of that. <laughs> yeah. We all know that. No, I. Uh, but and they're like, do this, do do like forty minutes during dinner, and I'm like, no. weddings are notoriously the worst, anyways. But during dinner. Yeah, like people are going and, and putting clanging. progies and cabbage rolls on their plate. And yes. I'm like, hey, everybody, so my cats. That. And when I showed oh. up, they're like, okay, we have this, we have this gimmick that we want to do. We want to make it sound like the MC is sick. 
So uh, they maybe sit there and pretend to be like a friend of the bride. I'm like, no, I went to high school with her. And then they'll be like, does anybody here want to MC? And then I was like, I think they made me like a plant oh, in the no. audience. And oh, it was Jesus. like, I'm like, this isn't that looks like a, going to like, work. That, did it work though? Sounds like a cool idea. I mean, though. it went okay. But then it's like, they were like, make fun of the bride and groom. But then you have people, because the bride and groom I met ahead of time, really nice couple. And they're like, make fun of us, like rip on us. But then you, so you're doing it with material they approved and their friends and family are looking at you like, you were such an asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why are you yeah. ripping on the bride and they're groom? Horrified. Yeah, That's exactly. Awesome. So the bride and groom were happy, but I think their family and friends were like, you are such a dick. Like, why are you being so mean? <laughs> I'm like, they told that? me to. I love They hired story. me to do this. What's your, um, Let's talk about favorite type of gigs because we're talking about because the skill set here is very broad with you guys and there's everything from weddings to golf tournaments to comedy clubs. And the ones com- that pay the most, Sandra. Yes. Really, yeah. favorite yeah. type of gig. Down, down, you, I, I did a gig. This is you're gonna hate me for this. I did a gig in Mexico last year for a big corporation that flew 300 oh. of their employees to the fanciest resort I'd ever been in, and for three days I sort of hosted the business sessions. I did sort of a talk show radio guy question and answer with their awesome. CEOs. But the best thing was on the third day I did 20 minutes in front of a bunch of happy people and I wrote a lot of material about their business and some I was sort of making fun of their CEOs and doing jokes that were industry specific and I and the thing was I can't even recreate it except when I when you make jokes about somebody's industry and their bosses like it was so good mm-hmm. and, and it was only stuff that was funny to them and I was even telling them I said okay I'm about to do a joke about uh, the packaging problems and uh, whatever you know the eastern zone and they just loved yes. it but those kind of gigs when, when you're doing stuff for people about their industry um, I love that because they, they're so grateful that you it's almost like ripping on the bride and groom except they want the, the audience is in on the joke you know, yeah. I just did one um, a couple of weeks ago, same thing. And that's our radio background, I think, because we're used to targeting. We know who our audiences right. are in radio. We know our demos. I just did one for Multivans and their client, Penske. And because my, my family happens to be in the transportation business, I was able to talk their lingo. Really, an Italian they, in the transportation business. Yeah, import, <laughs> export, paisan. Uh, anyway, they loved it too because, I, you know, I did product placement right yeah. there for them. And they just suck it up. And I think that's a tip too when you're doing uh, a, a MC, even if you're not a comic and you're trying to, you've been asked to MC a wedding, try to really incorporate people in the audience. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Talk radio, AM640. More after the break. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640. Pants optional. Inside Jokes, everything about comedy. And we have some major players in the room. Humble Howard Glassman, welcome back to the Chorus Building. And I would like... a lovely treat, by security, the way. Security is okay now that you're here. Everybody's yeah. calmed down that you've been walked in. Because, of course, you were on our brother station, The Edge, many years ago. I was also ago. on this station, too, for a year. Well, a oh, couple yeah. years, yeah. When oh, it was called God. Mojo Radio. That's Talk right. Radio for Guys. AM 640. Oh Seemed like gosh. a great idea. It's called that... Talk Radio for Guys? <laughs> yeah. You could not do something like that. No, now. no. in the 90s, it was, it was fine. It wasn't. It was 2001. No, Michelle, you oh, yeah. You couldn't do it then either, but it was <laughs> yeah. done for some 2001. Reason. I thought you were going to be like 82. No, there 2001. Was Mo- there was Mojo Girls in bikinis. Oh, yeah. It uh, was, a, oh, it was a, a, a treat. But that's in the era of like Spike TV and the XFL. Like yeah. that was the yeah. rap metal era. It was metal also era. in the era of the women's network on television. How could yeah. you? Where, there's no. <laughs> that's still there. You can call it the men's network. Oh. Oh, oh, Howard. Oh, Howard. Okay, That's what Spike was. Oh, Howard. I would also like to point out for our listeners that uh, everyone in this studio who's 
over 45 is is fanning themselves yeah <laughs> i'm nice and cool aren't you <laughs> yeah i feel a breeze because yeah, like, you're not closer to death <laughs> god i hate both of you right now howard and i are sweating like whores on payday right yeah. now sandra we're you spit- need like the pocket square like we the did. southern lawyer oh my yeah. God, I, yeah. I need a baby one of those fans that you see old women with <laughs> I, ha- I wear that on stage you saw me that's not even oh. funny I had my hot flash fan. You did. That's right. I'm sorry. I mean, (laughs) younger women. Howard and I, I think Michelle's trying to set us up, and we would be the the grandparents. Yeah, it's like watching grandparents have sex. Be great. (laughs) I want to spend Christmas with you guys. Michelle Shaughnessy's here, and I just love her to bits, and you've done phenomenal. You're just a young lady. And um, you're on uh, SiriusXM's top comic. Yes. which comics look forward to every year because it's a big purse. It's nervous to, to me. Like, I don't normally do contests, and then I got talked oh. into it. Um, so I did it, and I was one of the top three of my night. I did it at Absolute Comedy, and they picked the top three uh, for, I think, three nights in Toronto, three nights in Vancouver. And now we've moved to the online voting stage. So we're going to find out any day when the online votes open, and then I have to make it in the top six of the online votes to get to the finals in September to win that $25,000. That's so, huge, huge It is money. huge. And, so but I've nice. never had to be like, vote for me online. Like, I used to make fun of people like yeah. that. And now I'm in that position. Can I talk about that? Because I'm a shameless self-promoter. And when, I suck When I it. try to get us on the, even nominated as in Canadian Comedy Awards, that was a joke. But I don't, because it's my radio background. I was a salesperson yeah. in radio. I don't care. But I find comics are very modest, right? I'm and terrible humble, at it. To, why? I don't this know This is why. important to your growth. So I'm going to have to do it. So I'm going to have to pandering for online votes for like a so, week or two weeks however so. long the online voting is because I really want to get to the finals because I really want the $25,000 so and, you and honestly I'll, like, I'll say it's not I'm sorry go ahead well comics mostly just want to keep their social media for funny Yes. So they don't want to clog but it up I with like all this. I reactivated my Facebook for this contest. I wasn't Dude, on Facebook I was for many years. It's yeah. not, it's not yeah. modesty. I was off Facebook for so long. It's not modesty and it's not a, it's not being good promoters. What it is, is comics don't want to appear uncool to yeah. other comics. I don't care uh, about wait that. Wait a minute. But really, it doesn't matter what other comics think of you. It's your career. It's your money. Thank you. That's so, true. So take That's charge true. of it. Yeah. Who cares what how it looks with your comedy cred? And I tell these young comics. Well, good. I go, you can post to, to tell I'm everyone like, to vote for absolutely. me. Absolutely. <laughs> I will do that. Thank I tell you. young comics, like, oh, you know what? I don't care if your friends think you're funny. It's what the audience thinks. I agree with that because yeah. I hate when people, can I swear on here? No. Okay. No, I hate well, when people <laughs> rip on other comedians. Yeah. And I'm like, well, the audience was killing themselves with laughter. Like, that's really what matters. Like, yeah. We're not the ones who bought tickets. So the audience you, did. What do you mean? And by it's that? our job at like, the end I, of the there's day. There's some comedians who other comics don't like their material or they find them hacky or they find them whatever and they go out of their way to slander that comedian. But I'm like, I've never seen them do bad in a comedy club. Okay, hang on. So we, who yeah. cares? We talk about it on the show all the time. Yeah. There's. Uh, people call it some comics go you're pandering to the audience no in radio we call it targeting know your audience know what you can play and don't play for the comics at the back of the and room who cares yeah. like as long as the audience is laughing and they're buying tickets for that person yeah. Yeah. nobody cares what other comedians and at the end of that. the day like in comedy if you spend any time worrying about what anybody else is doing, you'll go insane. You mm-hmm. you could do it like I spent too many years doing right? that. Right? It's just yeah. like focus okay, on you your material, what? focus on your next well, career move, and that's it. It's tough enough already. This is funny because I seek um, advice from Dean, a guy half my age, on this because you're gonna laugh. How Dean's it's a smart my radio. Cat, man. In radio, we're very competitive about stuff, so I get sucky when everybody who goes on Howard's show and Todd's get excited and they pose for pictures, and then nobody d- says, "Wow, I was on Inside Jokes this week." Nobody cares. I care. I'm yeah. I care. When am I on Inside Jokes? 
Sunday. On Sunday. Sunday. That's how, that's I, knew how old I, I knew that. I knew that. Are we on inside jokes? But you know what the reason? <laughs> you know what the reason for that is, though, too. By the way, that everybody hates me. No, well, they no. Don't. I mean, why they do, they but that's not why. No, it's it's because those shows are live. That's honestly why. So if you're no, a comic right. and you're going on a show that's live, that's you're going that's a like, good point. right? Tune loved. in right now. I'm on no. the air right now. Tune in I at four o'clock. I'm on the air at four o'clock. I want to be loved like Humble Howard and Todd. You don't want to be loved true. like Humble Howard. You, <laughs> trust me, you don't. That's why you're part of this. I love Michelle. You two need to form a power couple. Michelle, yes. Oh, God. Michelle Shaughnessy, Humble Howard, and Dean Young. We're here at Inside Jokes. Stay tuned. Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, you. I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's a tip for homeowners. I call it know your home. And what I mean is go out with your realtor to see comparable properties so that as a homeowner, you are better informed about what your home might be worth. Even if you're not planning on selling, it's important to keep informed for refinancing, renovation investments, or just for the fact of being surprised at what your home may be worth. To continue to love it. Or call or email me with any questions. They can reach you at HGP at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Now back to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640 and HD Radio. Talk Radio AM 640 Inside Jokes. Um, we had a great show here with Michelle Shaughnessy and Humble Howard Glassman having a hot flash hotter than me usually. <laughs> I love being the old people of comedy. <laughs> There's these kids, and these they, kids. they lack a sweat. They don't know what we've been They don't through. know from sweat. We used to walk miles to the one comedy club. There's only Toronto. one comedy club, and you got one minute. <laughs> in our day. But uh, so coming up, Michelle, we're going to check her out on uh, SiriusXM's Top Comic. Yep. Well done, Michelle. Thank you. And I got an album coming out in the next few weeks. Pay attention for that. That'll be on my website and called? on my Twitter. It's called You Know What You Did. I love it. Yes. Humble Howard's going to be on Tinder Tales in August, but he wants to take July and August off, apparently. No, I just got too much other junk going on. I know. Um, and of course, with me, we're going to talk about Dean in a second. I'm going to be at Etel Fest in Mississauga as the MC in August, August 18th. Um, but before that, of course, stay tuned for all my Just for Laughs updates, red carpet interviews. We're going to dedicate whole episodes to it. Um, I'm on the Kevin Hart red carpet, Dean. And what else? Um, the JFL red carpet. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey's going to be on that. And uh, we're bringing back Vince Tedesco to help me out in Montreal. He's going to come down. And a lot of comics who are going to be there, like Sandra Badalini and uh, Martha Chavez and uh, Andrew Johnson, they're recording um, their sets there. Yep. And uh, I'll be uh, doing some reviews with them. So, Dean, what do you got? And I have my new album, Life Hack. <sighs> and there's a, a one-hour taping that we're doing for, too, but that's coming out later this summer. And then, of course... Just hit up uh, talkhole.co or tindertales.ca. I've got all mm-hmm. my shows posted in uh, both of those. And always uh, on the uh, Inside Jokes Facebook page. And give us some love and some questions and who you'd like to see on the show and what you want to see us do in the show because Inside Jokes is going to be in more cities soon. Mm. And Yay. Uh, I know. That's pretty big. May and I thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed you. it. Love nice it. meeting all d- I love, German I love it here. <laughs> When's your show and, uh, on uh, Canada Laughs? Canada Laughs each and every morning. 
morning, live from 7 to 9, and the Encore presentation from 10 to noon each and every day. Oh, my God. He has an Encore. I don't have an Encore. All right. Mm. I'm Santa Cruz. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Hakeem Optical and all our sponsors here on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey there. It's Deggy Tom, and it's time for this week's comedy listings. Don't miss Aisha Brown, July 26th to 29th at the Toronto Yuck Yucks, and Kenny Robinson's legendary Nubian show, July 30th. The Prove You're a Comic competition continues at Absolute Comedy and Canada, the Thinking Man's America at Second City. And check out tindertales.ca for our upcoming summer shows. Hi there, I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatto, and we're from the comedy troupe The Frantics. You might remember us from our long-running CBC radio show Frantic Times or our TV show The Frantics, Four in the Floor. Over the years, we have recorded hundreds of our comedy shows, and now... Thanks to modern technology... We have assembled the very best bits and started a podcast we call The Best of Frantic Times. It is, and it's free. Find us on the Google, just search The Frantics Podcast, and start downloading the best of frantic times. Boot to the head! To the head! And now it's time for Comedy Rx, featuring Michelle Shaughnessy. All right. I'm so excited to be here tonight. we got a packed house. I can't help but notice the two people that I invited tonight didn't make it, so I'm a bit off because of that. Two of my best friends. It's kind of my fault. I set them up. They're a new couple. Another one of those couples, now that they're in love, nobody else exists. Do you guys have friends like that? Some of you probably are friends like that. Has anybody here played matchmaker before? Some girls have, yeah? Yeah, guys don't set friends up. You know why? Because they know, hey, I just lost a friend. Like, you're not going to set up Steve unless you're like, I'm getting real sick of Steve. And I feel like we set friends up differently, too. Like, I remember telling her, Nancy, you gotta meet Steve. Great smile. He's got a job. Great eyes. He will treat you right, Nancy. I feel like the guy's gonna be like, yo, Steve, you gotta meet Nancy. (laughs) She wants some D. I'm very happy for them. They're both my best friends. I love them, you know? But the three of us used to hang out all the time. Now I set them up, they fall in love, and I'm invisible. I guess live and you learn, right? Don't set up two friends when you only have two friends. <laughs> Another amazing Comedy Rx to wrap up our show. Thanks again, Dean Young, Techie Tom, and our intern Courtney for all the help. And you can check me out on Instagram or Twitter at Sandra underscore Carusi or on Facebook, Santa Carusi Official. And uh, check us out on social media for the show at Inside Joke 640. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening each and every week. I'm Santa Carusi, and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640.